Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 53, Girls Night Out and Mad Love with Terry Drozdak. Hi chums. We're uh we're we're at the penultimate pairing of Pactacular No, I got nothing. Oh, so close. So close trying to alliteration. To, trying to do a uh, an alliterative thing there and it just fell apart. But Tidro's here. Yes. Hey puddins. Tidro's here for a very uh very lady centric mm-hmm. uh pairing of episodes. I think I picked the best pair of episodes. And really, you only picked one, mm-hmm. and you lucked out with the other yeah. one. Cause yeah, I did. I told you Girls Night, what Girls Night Out was, and you were like, oh my god. I remember it vaguely, but I didn't, like, not the way I did the other one. <laughs> this is, and it's another one of those that I've probably been talking about the whole time we've been doing this show. It's one of my, like, top mm-hmm. five. Like, I've been, I've been looking forward to this one the whole time. It's, it's so much fun. <laughs> yep. And almost no Batman. No, he has no Batman in either of these. Like he's he's only sort of in the third act of the other one. Yeah, like it's an interesting choice. The Batman's been less present in I would say since the re like the relaunch. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes you get tired of writing the straight man. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess so. And Batman is a very straight straight man. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. I was about to say we don't have any real. Yeah, we do. There's there's nobody. There's. Mm -hmm. There's no dudes I can think of that he's interested in. Mm-hmm. Nope. Going through the roster. Yeah, nope. I... Nope. Maybe Jim. Maybe he and Jim, mm-hmm. some late night, just uh, after solving a case, they get real excited, and then, you know, uh, what if we kissed? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know. What it's if... probably more like a weird daddy thing. What if we kissed by the bat signal? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to take off the mask? Of course not. No. <laughs> you don't want to make out I with think... Bruce Wayne. You want to make out with Batman. <laughs> You're Bruce Wayne? What? <laughs> also, Tidra, I think you just have some weird thing with Gordon. I feel like this came up last time with Jim. He's hot. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you, no, miss, no. The, be... uh, do you miss the Egon haircut? or? Uh... Um, A little. I do miss the bounciness of it. Mm-hmm. It was probably harder to animate. Yeah. They're definitely cutting some corners now. He's so much more but leathery now. Well, he's old. He is. Like, old age hit him real hard between seasons. Just like, oh, it's, God. Yeah, there's a progression of time here. <laughs> I mean, being the only, like, you know, uh, not on the take and also competent cop in this city riddled with crime, mm-hmm. you know, really takes its toll on you. Also, we find out he doesn't go to the dentist this week, so. <laughs> I mean, he tried to. Listen. It didn't end well for him. <laughs> I get it. All right. Well, before we get there, though, let's let's talk about Girls' Night Out. All right. So a police van from Metropolis is bringing live wire to Gotham Labs. Motto, there's nothing we can't make part animal. <laughs> live wire is an electricity-based supervillain who normally tangles with Superman. And also she is Tank Girl. So the one dude with Metropolis with the Metropolis PD who's assigned to look after her is completely out of his depth when she decides to catch a ride on a downed electric cord and then fucks the fuck off. You're not supposed to play near those, Livewire. Louis the Lightning Bug has a whole song about it. Unfortunately, Batman and Superman are both out of town at Lori Lamaris's wedding to a crab, so it's up to Batgirl and Supergirl to save the day. Well, Livewire's clearly no match for this team of super friends and their giant Bruce Tim-looking grins, so she hooks up with Harley and Ivy for the most dastardly crime spree of all time, robbing a local mall, The Fiends. After murdering a security guard and several ATMs, Batgirl and Supergirl arrive and everyone fights for a while until Batman, or excuse me, Batgirl sprays Livewire with anti-electric stuff. And so Ivy sprays Batgirl with poison. Extremely poisonous poison. Don't bring your poison to a knife fight, Pam. That's not how this works. Ivy and Harley take Livewire and skedaddle while Batgirl and Supergirl return to Babs' apartment to recuperate, and Babs talks about how much she wishes she lived on a farm. Babs, I know you were there for critters. You do not want to hang out on the goddamn farm. Meanwhile, Team Evil decides to harass legitimate businessman the Penguin for daring to give them a bar to hang out in, so he rats them out to Team Superbat. 
which I think was a ska band in the 90s. Anyway, everyone meets up at the water park zoo that the villains have been squatting in, and then they fight for a while until Livewire is defeated in the tradition of all lightning-based supervillains being sprayed with a hose. Yes, the real hero this week was water. Thanks, water. <laughs> See, I need to take issue with the Babs wanting to live on a farm thing. I don't think she does either, but she's being supportive. That's just this, that very... whole scene. Oh, you that live whole... on a farm? I yeah, wish I lived on a farm. The whole scene was about like, like, oh, I hate my life. No, no, no. Your life is great. Like that's this. This ties into my good thing. Mm -hmm. I love how supportive they are. I oh, love yeah. like they're immediately friends. It's a great juxtaposition of how Superman and Batman fight when they first meet, which we, we haven't covered yet. It's mm. chronologically happened, but we haven't gotten there yet. But but it's also how literally every other pair of superheroes in comic book history has has first met. You ain't kidding. These two, like, Supergirl just drops into the frame from above, mm -hmm. and Batgirl just sort of looks over and says, oh, good, I got help now. We're friends. Oh, and that's I, it. Yeah, it's great. Ooh, a new flying friend for me. <laughs> yeah. And when... They're doing the the flying, like, you know, the, the non-flyer has to fly with the flyer mm -hmm. bit. Like, Batgirl's like, this is amazing. And Supergirl's like, I know. Th this is my favorite part. It's so good. Yeah, Batgirl just, perched. Sorry. Yeah, just ride me like a like a magic carpet. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, Batgirl perched on Supergirl's shoulders and just like, it's, it's great. It's not yes. the way they usually, that's not. The way they usually do the non-flyer. No, it's usually thing. it's usually hand under armpits. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it was a nice it was a nice switch. Like they're comfortable enough to sit like that, and it's, it's just, I don't know. It's sweet. And that scene you're talking about, no, I don't think Babs hasn't wants anything to do with a farm. What I think mm -hmm. is she's propping up her friend. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm so bummed out about my life. No, your life is great. You got and to see a cow once. That's their whole dynamic, mm -hmm. and I love it. I love it so much. I would I would watch a spinoff with these two. Oh, that would be amazing. And there's never any conflict mm -hmm. between no, the two of them. There's plenty of conflict. They just jump right elsewhere. in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just friends. And in this particular case, they're not like they're not girlfriends. They're they're just friends because we certainly have the other part of that covered with that trio. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Livewire shows up and is like, that. "Okay, let's all fuck immediately." Uh-huh. I mean, there's there's some tension, and then we cut back to Pam's house, mm -hmm. and they're like, well, now that we've all kissed and made up, I mean, how much clearer could they be? Well, <laughs> uh, I love how jealous Harley gets. It's so, so good. Yeah. It's, that's, yeah. It's really that's good. That's just, the, the, the whole, like, uh, triangle thing mm -hmm. where... Pam and Harley are clearly kind of like, you know, they've been they've been hiding out together for a long time. They're kind of getting on each other's nerves a little bit. Probably probably Pam's a little more irritated than Harley, but you know. Um and then suddenly the new hotness comes in and Harley's like, "Oh man, I just can't smash stuff with my hammer anymore." I also love how like Livewire shows up and she's just like, "Oh, now we have two people with superpowers and you." Yeah. <laughs> what do you do again? Gotta go pick up the money. How about that? It's really funny how they smash all the ATMs to take the money, and then they just steal everything in the mall anyway. It's like, yeah. did you need mm -hmm. that money right now? Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, if you could have clothes and money or just clothes. Well, I, d I would get the money on the way out, is what I'm saying. All right. I don't know. This kind of ties into your bad thing, though, doesn't it? Oh. Tidro? Yeah. Um, so they're girls, so they go to a mall. Get it? Mm-hmm. It's a little... Yeah. I, I kind of mentioned this in my summary, too, but it's just like, well, what's our great caper going to be this week? There's a mall nearby we could rob. Perfect. Let's do it. An after-hours mall. Mm -hmm. they, they do address this. It's not enough, because I, I completely agree with you guys, but they do address it. They say they're trying to keep a low profile. They can't rob anything like major in broad daylight, so they're just going to a place that's closed. Yeah. <laughs> But just a low key, low, low key heist. I mean, it's not a heist. It's just going to the mall when it's closed and doing <laughs> what you want. I did that as a kid myself. I just didn't have electrical powers. Yes. I'm making fun of this, but one of my favorite cheesy movies, uh, Night of the Comet, like that's my favorite scene where they just go to the mall and take whatever they want. <laughs> it's, the mm -hmm. it's like the best thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, that's your quiet moment in your post-apocalypse movie, no matter what. Mm -hmm. as you go to something you never could go to before and do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You live in the roof of the mall. Sure. 
Wait, the roof of the mall? Yeah, the roof of the mall. Okay. Up in all where those all the girders. Pipes are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All those girders and shit. Yeah. This sounds like one of those things that everyone knows about but me. I'm confused. Apparently everybody on this podcast knows about it except you. <laughs> yeah. Very confused. Team Mall Roof is going to start our own podcast. I guess so. No, Neither one of us is motivated enough to do that, Matt. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I barely am these days my own self, so there you go. Uh, Teacher always your good thing. I I really enjoy Livewire's character, like her mm-hmm. sheer manic energy. Like she's bad just because it's fun to be bad. Uh, she's mm-hmm. we need we need more feisty villains who have like a real passion for having fun trashing malls and just calling people names. Well, th- we didn't get this like because they didn't do like a tedious recap of mm-hmm. her, but her she started out as a shock jock, which haha shock jock. Very but, good. Uh, yeah. But so, like, she's already sort of predisposed to being kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. And then you give powers to her, and she just is like that, but with powers. Let yeah, me get I, this straight. I, I get to that... fuck with Superman now. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's literally what happens. I uh, saw her origin in the Supergirl TV show. Mm, was it the same? She was a shock jock. Okay. The so last shock jock, jock, apparently. Helicopter crash, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I just, like, she's one of those that's original, like, created just mm. for animation. So, yeah. like, I wasn't sure, like, okay, so, you know how subsequent takes on Harley Quinn haven't always necessarily honored what she is. Can't say. What? Yeah, I know. So, I, I just wanted to make sure they, you know, they, they kept what, there's not much to her. No. She was a jerk with a, like, with an audience, mm-hmm. and then she got powers, so she got to be a jerk to everybody. And the, uh, yeah, in the live action show, she seemed more revenge-based than this character, <laughs> this animated character who's just having a ball. Uh-huh. I mean, I think her, her origin episode, and we'll get there within the next year. Sure. But I, I, I believe she has more motive than just being a jerk. Like, I think, I don't know, the network took her off the air or you know something like i think she also hates super like she j jonah jameson's superman oh yeah which is right about that's a tough one to that's a tough one uh whatever especially since especially since um oh it's probably like live wire (laughs) there you go (laughs) um but especially since lex has already kind of crowded into that you know like look i've i've got the hating superman thing get me pictures of superman I'm Clancy Brown. <laughs> uh, what about? Uh, well, we've basically done your good thing. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, I just I like the dynamic Livewire brings to the Harley Ivy team. You know, mm-hmm. I like the way she knocks Harley down to second place by Harley not having any powers, and mm-hmm. she just the way she just sort of walks in is like, all right, everybody, shut up. I'm in charge now. And they're all like, initially, like Harley balks at it a little but she goes along with mm-hmm. it they're, they're both like all right let's let's go with her then i mean she's definitely used to someone yelling at her to tell her to pick up the money so <laughs> well we'd, we'll get there in a minute we sure will but uh yeah i there's specifically some, joined this relationship so i wouldn't have to deal with this crap anymore Mm-hmm. there's uh there's some good face animation with between Harley seething mm-hmm. in, yeah. in resentment and Pam sort of being impressed like mm-hmm. uh, slash horny <laughs> like it's very good but there's also like a bit towards the end where she's just sort of like shut up stop being mean to my girl yeah well I mean and that makes sense too like of course you're wowed by the new mm-hmm. hotness but then it's like oh oh this is what you're like all the time it, it's all the time with you oh I'm, you're exhausting like and you yeah. suck when you're covered in anti-electric dust <laughs> I know you mock that. It's just silica dust. It's just oh, like no, it's... I know, and it's such a Batman thing to do. Yeah, yeah. They gave Barbara a great like outsmarting the villain moment. It was I great. loved that. I mean, I'm like I've seen so many electric villains, and mm-hmm. that does... nobody it's ever always thinks water. of that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, We're giving like, them too much electricity. That... <laughs> this is a thing that doesn't conduct electricity. Mm-hmm. Here you go. I know. I'll wrap her in that blue plastic that my computer came in. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Nothing can get, and, and a silver bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you hand her over to the cops in one of them silver bags. <laughs> I can't believe they they send her to Gotham without a silver bag over her head. It was so dumb. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, first you have to trick her into backing on to the ESD mat, and then... 
<laughs> no, I, I, I very much enjoy it. I hate to say this, and it'll come up again when we do Superman. Mm-hmm. I like Lori Petty. I legit do. I think she's fun. I think she's cute. I think she's good. I don't think she's the best voice actor, though. Every, like, everyone else of... seems like they're in the same room talking to each other, and she just seems like she's yelling her lines. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, I like her delivery a lot, yeah. and I like her energy a whole lot. Well, it's it, def- just... it definitely gives the character a personality. But she doesn't really sell so like whenever she has to say thi- I don't know how to say this exactly, and I <laughs> I direct voice actors, I yeah. should know how to say this. It's the the delivery is very stilted. It's very like I'm reading words instead mm-hmm. of saying something, and it's uh, I know she can read. Yeah, that's just it's not a there's no sense of like conversation. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it doesn't sound natural. Yeah, it sounds like and and the attitude sells it most of the time, so you don't notice. Because oh, she has an amazing voice. I didn't want to notice, but I noticed. No, and I, I hate to, you know, look, this is like, I love that these guys went way out of their way to 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 include women in their show and to say, okay, who do we have in the Batman and now Superman shared universe uh, women-wise? Ooh, not that many. Okay, let's make some. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe she's a good voice actor. She's just always had bad voice directors. She just uh... She just didn't have you there. Seems uh, odd that this uh, show would suddenly have a bad voice director. I'm sorry. Andrea Romano is as close to God as, as there is in my world. I, I take offense on her behalf. Well, it was just- I know you were trying to- It's uh, just a theory. I, I know you're trying to compliment me, but really, you've you've insulted my, my sensei. Uh, <laughs> you've dishonored my dojo. Do I have to go commit something now? I, seppuku? I don't know. No. No, I wasn't sure. going to do say the word. <laughs> No, it's all very appropriative, which is why I'm saying it like the way I'm saying yeah. it. Yes, yeah. Which is stuff Nightwing probably says all the time. He probably talks about, you know, he loves that book. Just fucking dishonoring his sensei head. and so mm-hmm. forth. Yeah, yeah. I no, got a I picture just, of I, a dragon, Batman. <laughs> I love that Batman's on a phone call for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Bullock's here for maybe a minute, yep. and there's assorted security guards. Otherwise, it's all women as far as the eye can see. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's great. It's so good. It's Just running around having a great time. And they did it, like I said, they did a good job of, they didn't have enough, so they made their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's good. I like that. The scene where they um, go in the Penguins Club and just... <laughs> oh, right, the Penguin. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, just call him, what do they call him, a lardass? A, lar- <laughs> a lardass. Lard butt, Lard I butt, think. sorry. You can't say ass. It's... Uh, I mean, kids WB would probably let them. They let them do anything they want. <laughs> lard butt. Yeah, but, I wrote it down. Yeah, they it says lard. Yeah, butt. they went. They went to. They went to his club j- for the for the express purpose of like uh, insulting him. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, That's who about can two we, in the morning. We... Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, fuck who can with we fuck penguin. with? Who can we fuck with? I mean, penguin. Yeah. I would imagine it was Harley's choice. She probably said like, uh, where, "Where is a safe place for us to hide out for a minute? Also, I can get a drink." Yep, and look at seals. Probably didn't think it through. Yeah, and also seals, of course. What do I feel like Those doing de- now? I want to drink Those and I want to look seals. at a seal. Well, there's only three places I can do that. <laughs> the other two are closed. <laughs> Kill a croc squatting in one of them right now. <laughs> Did you come to see the seal? <laughs> so, my bad thing, Supergirl's outfit. There's things I like about it. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the white like I like it's bringing white into it so it's not just uh Sup- Superman's outfit yeah like it's a different color scheme but it's recognizably similar. The half shirt doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and the little gloves. So she looks like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I don't I, I don't I don't get it. I love the little gloves, and I have no idea why. All right, but like there it is. It's one of those things that like if you're on like a runway and you're showing off fashions it probably looks good but when you're out there practically doing things that she does it just doesn't seem like you know what i mean it doesn't seem necessary it doesn't seem good you know well she doesn't want to leave her fingerprints on things she's supergirl <laughs> she she can burn them off with the uh, heat vision shit people are gonna find out i'm an alien <laughs> I don't know. I just like there's a lot I like about it and there's a lot I I don't. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a mixed bag, but like the 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 skirts are already so short. Do you have to like oversexualize in like several ways? Like 
you did such a good job with Batgirl. Like, yeah, it's it's just a little disappointing. Actually, there's a, a minute where Batgirl doesn't have her cape, and it's like, oh, I like this even better. Yeah. It's that Nightwing effect of, like, you drop the cape and suddenly there's a whole sort of different dynamic happening. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed that. But yeah. I yeah. don't mind Supergirl's outfit. It, it looks more like a teen, something a teen girl would wear. That's true, especially well, in the 90s. Yeah, I guess that tracks. Except the gloves. The gloves are a bit inexplicable. Yes. Mm-hmm. So as as obviously our fashion superior, how do you how do you feel about yeah how do you feel about those gloves? Yes, Tidro. There's there's no reason for them. There's there's none reason. I guess just to well, identify her from some other character that doesn't wear gloves. But there's no reason for a lot of like fashion accessories except that it looks good. Well, it yeah. doesn't have to be a reason. The gloves are painted. There's no the reason for the cape. The, she doesn't want to get dust all over her hands. I, yeah, but she's got to change those gloves like every single time she oh, goes yeah. out. They're white. Yeah, they're white gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so's the shirt. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's easier to get a white shirt than it is to get white gloves that mm-hmm. fit you I properly because so. she has teeny tiny hands. Mm-hmm. Well, she's she's, she's a Bruce those, Tim character. Yeah, she's got to get those extra small gloves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the Mickey Mouse ones, which are huge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice fitted Be gloves. It's hard mm-hmm. when you have time. I, when, think, I yes, mean, sir. she's in tiny hands glove, probably. Mm-hmm. So. I think we I, got every... the wrong gloves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, let's see. Oh, um. So I, I mentioned before Bullock showed up briefly. I liked. He's still a little bit of a jerk, mm-hmm. but they didn't make like it made him condescending, sort of casually condescending. But they didn't make him like overtly sexist. Like he wasn't, yeah, saying, "Hey, you, you little girls, go home. Let the men handle it." Or you didn't like slap him on the ass. Like they, they've gone a little too far with Harvey occasionally, and this time he's just like, "No, your children, get out of here." <laughs> like that's it. Yeah, you're not, you're not experienced like, enough. I, I kind of, I, I like, I, I kind of understood, and then at the end, he actually. For Bullock, mm-hmm. gave them credit. Like it's he's still being a dick, but he's like, yeah, a couple of rookies took care of this. They're they're okay. Was, like they were insulted, but I get it. I I speak Bullock. He mm-hmm. was he was giving him a compliment. It was nice. Thumbs up to my personal friends, Batgirl and Supergirl. Look, I always talk bad about working with bats, but this bat's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 scene where like the cops just show up and. Batgirl and Supergirl are just hanging around talking to Bullock. It's so weird mm-hmm. to me after years of, like, Batman fucking off, like, whenever... Oh, yeah. No, he's got to like... be mysterious. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, yeah, we're here. Yep. I mean, Supergirl's here. Supergirl hangs out with everybody. She talks to cops all the time. Sure. I mean, have you seen the guys they deal with in Metropolis? There's a lot of weird shit to cover. You don't say. Batman's usually like, yeah, I, I got this. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just a guy who uses birds and wears a top hat. It's it's not complicated. <laughs> Don't have to deal Whereas with the likes you... of the toy man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like uh, Metallo or something. Like, you know, that's a, that's a whole conversation. Metallo walking around with his Malcolm McDowell voice. <laughs> I love that. I love that Malcolm McDowell. It's great, but it's just like, I'm here to kill Superman. You know Superman. Time is the fight. Yes, yes, I've, I've heard about time. I've killed Captain and- Kirk, and now I'm going to kill Superman. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to inexplicably appear in Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. What? Okay. How dare you? How dare you invoke that name <laughs> in this hallowed place? Uh-huh. We talk about good animation here. Mm-hmm. Good animation. Uh-huh. Good graphics. <laughs> One of the things I really liked was... a. Uh... Poison Ivy made a whole bunch of like uh, sentient, semi-sentient hedge animals that just oh, walked I loved around. It. She was like riding was... an elephant. It was great. Mm-hmm. I loved the visual. I was unclear as to whether they were sentient. Like I, I spent way too long thinking about that. I mean, the... there is. Sorry, go ahead. They, they definitely seem like they have some a mind of their own at, in mm. some scenes. Well, then here's the problem with that. At the end, as I'm sure you both remember. They're both, they're all on fire and screaming in agony. Yes, and Pam's yells, my babies. Yeah, but okay, you could interpret that as Pam's a little crazy. <laughs> These are just plants that she made move around. They're not alive. Mm-hmm. They're just moving plants. But if you if you take my babies as literally, these are my pets, mm-hmm. and they really do feel pain, and they really are sort of self-aware, 
and they're screaming in agony. Jesus Christ. That is how I took it. I mm-hmm. took it, it was... I took it in my head to go to the darkest place, I guess. See, I, I mean, that's that's a choice. Mm-hmm. I was distracted by laughing at uh, Batgirl setting an el- a hedge elephant's ass on fire. <laughs> the thing is, that was funny, but then they cut to the wide shot mm-hmm. of the thing. Like, the, the animation of it is very good. Mm-hmm. It just like the fire ripping through it and it throwing its head back and going, Yeah, I want to live. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's just just horrible. And I I assumed as sentient as any of the plants she brings to life. I've never been clear on that, and also I'm pretty sure she has more powers now than she had at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Well, she's and green I, now, so. Well, right, which means she's uh, there's trouble in the green. I yeah, guess? green means I more know. powers. Mm. I think it means more chlorophyll. That too. Photosynthesis. Mm-hmm. Finally, the reason Finally for everything. Off for that old gag. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One other person will get that. <laughs> um. Uh oh, we haven't people. done your bad thing yet. What do you got? Uh, the electrical light, the electrical effects in this episode are were a little too much in the eyes for this for me personally. See, I I, I mean. I'm not going to tell you they didn't hurt you mm-hmm. because obviously if they did they did. I thought they looked very cool, but if they're oh, they did. if they're sort of like if they're if they're not kind to your eyes or if they're bad for epileptics or something that's not cool. I was just, just watching was like, "Oh, get a little Pokémon in here." Woof. <laughs> are you are you sensitive to that stuff? I didn't think so. I might have been sitting real I was watching on my computer so I was sitting pretty ah. close to the monitor. Okay. But yeah. cuz uh, I've heard you I've heard you complain about that once or twice before. Like I'm curious if you're maybe like like if epilepsy is a spectrum, maybe you're somewhere on there. Or maybe something? I don't know. It's just like it might just be being close to it, you know. Yeah. You had your screen or, brightness turned up too high. I mean, I usually do. <laughs> or we're watching these ripped from DVDs. It could be the frame rate is just slightly off, so mm-hmm. that it like doesn't look right to you. Yeah, that could be. I it just too. they did some like uh, Kirby Crackle type stuff there, and some good like contrasting the dark part with the light. Part. Oh yeah, I just thought it looked really neat. It looks good, but it also looks painful for me to watch looks like a headache uh-huh. yep i get it uh what else well let's see when livewire was covered in silica dust i thought she looked like white diamond for a second <laughs> <laughs> i could see that she doesn't sound like white Diamond. no she does not <laughs> i i was hoping i could come up with a way to tie that to rose and i just can't manage yeah um has pam's car always been called rosebud Imagine that was a gift from Harley. Cause yeah, you know, you you know what that is, right? You know, yes. like that's a very, yes. Okay. Why don't I you figured, tell us, I Al? Figured. I figured. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes no, sometimes Al. You I've don't. never heard of a rosebud in a famous uh, uh, cinematic masterpiece. Mm-hmm. I tell me all about it. I wasn't directly referring to that. <laughs> <laughs> There are some who say Orson Welles made that the word because uh, Hearst called uh, Marion Davies' genitals Rosebud. Mm-hmm. Nice. And he was doing that just as an extra dig to him. But yep. uh, that's that's an urban myth, I think. Wow. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, Gift from Harley. Pretty, uh-huh. Definitely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it might have come up in a previous episode. I just don't remember. I really like that car, actually. We should, no, we it's an it's but. Mm-hmm. It's a little pink. Oh, those those people don't know anything about lady <laughs> genitals. Come on. Rosebud is a reference to the movie Citizen Kane and nothing else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where Tidro went. <laughs> I just it's don't little... have my head in the gutter like some people. Oh, right. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel bad, Tidro. See, if if this didn't screw up me editing the show later, I would ask what your quote is for the next episode right here. <laughs> well, let's put a pin in that. It's not your episode to pick a quote for. No. It is mine, though. Yes. What do you got? Uh, what do I got? Oh, this is a great line. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. Yes. I mean, Harley had a lot of good... Like, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, my favorite Harley moments were mostly visual, but you did find a good dialogue. Oh, one. yeah. This is interesting, the... too. This might be the only Harley episode we've seen so far that wasn't written by Paul Dini. Yeah. Which I think just, you're right. Like, that never happened. Well, it's also... I... It's not a Harley-centric episode, either. She's just there. I think... Aren't there Joker and Harley episodes that he... No. he hasn't heard? No. no. Huh. They're Joker episodes. Very few. Like, he's got yeah. a monopoly on, on Joker, but... Uh, I'm pretty sure every time she's shown up, it's been a it's been a Paul Dini episode. 
Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, we're not going to see a ton more of her, unfortunately. We'll get her a few more times in, like, the, the Superman crossover mm -hmm. and then in Justice League, I think, like, once. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, that's... I, I think they did a good job, but also she's, like, you know, she's hardly... It, it's not really about her. She's just part of the gang. Yeah, sure. So... But, I mean, like, no, she I has, they... like, a large... Like, not a huge part, but, like, definitely a... No, she is one of the she's... main characters, yeah. but this is an ensemble piece. It's yeah. not a Harley episode. It's a these five characters episode. Mm. Um, I love, I love the runner of her pulling out the big clown hammer mm -hmm. over and over again. Like it just, it was pretty funny the first time. And every time it came back, it was just a little funnier. It's like, of course it doesn't work in front of company. Jesus. <laughs> mm -hmm. I look like All an right. idiot. I'm a, I'm a good super villain. I mean, I didn't want to say anything, but you kind of look like an idiot anyway, with those bells on your head, you know, your head. <laughs> Hey, <sighs> shut up. All right. Anything else? Uh, That's everything I got. That's, yep, that's it. Oh, fuck. No, it, it isn't. Is. Sorry. Okay. Uh, When right. the Penguins uh, nightclub is being evacuated because they're uh, destroying it, um, in the rush to leave, there's a seal escaping, and it's hilarious. It's a loose seal. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't, you know. Like, those seals are intelligent, I think. They're murderous, certainly. Certainly intelligent enough to get away from killer plants. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is smarter than Batman's been a couple of times. Uh-huh. Oh, no, a killer plant. Uh, I didn't see this coming. I better charge head first at it. <laughs> All right. Anything else? All right. I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> To really right, stretch out that silence. <laughs> yeah, let's just just make this super uncomfortable. <laughs> hey, I don't care. All right, Deidre, why don't you tell us about Mad Love? I shall. Commissioner Gordon is going to the dentist, but hold on, it's really just the Joker. Batman bursts in and expresses his sheer disdain for this setup, a Joker. But Harley attempts to claim some of the credit and gasses the Batman. Joker yells at Harley for making a pun and drags her out by the pigtails, tossing a grenade at Gordon as he goes. Bats easily tosses out the window, and Gordon makes a bad dentist joke. Joker takes Batman's criticism to heart, and he decides to go back to the drawing board for new, fresh, hilarious demise for the caped crusader. Harley attempts to, to seduce her lover boy, and he assaults her multiple times. After she's been kicked out, literally, she has to think about who is to blame for her current predicament. It's got to be her, uh, the joke, the, obviously, it's the Batman. Honey, you need to go back and reread that chapter on transference again. <laughs> we flash back to an origin story. Harley arrives at Arkham Asylum as an intern, takes one look at Joker, and sploosh. It takes her three months before she's finally allowed to have a session with him, and pretty much immediately she's in love with this poor, abused, misunderstood freak. They go on with their whole "If Silence of Lambs, uh, Silence of the Lambs" was a romantic comedy bit until Harley just can't take it anymore and busts her angel out. Back in the present, Harley determines to kill Batman so that she and her puddin can finally have their happily ever after. She pretends to betray Joker, meets Batman alone, distracts him with a robot Joker, and jams a needle in him. Harley has tweaked a scenario that the Joker had rejected. The death of a thousand smiles involved dunking bats in a tank full of piranhas, but the piranhas wouldn't smile. Harley solves this problem by hanging Batman upside down. Batman is so totally toast, but then he uses some psychology on Harley, and I totally didn't cry as Harley realizes that the Joker has been lying to and manipulating her from the very start. Bats gets Harley to tell Joker that she's about to pull off the plan, because otherwise, why would he believe she actually did it? Uh, Joker shows up and slaps the shit out of Harley off screen and throws her out a fucking window on screen. Joker's like, hey, Bats, let's just forget this ever happened and almost walks out the door, but then decides, oh, hell, he might as well just shoot the Batman while he's got the chance. There's a fish fight and then a train <coughs> fight and Joker falls off to his 100% certain for real, real death. Harley in head to toe bandages gets locked up in her old place of employment she swears off the Joker forever, or for at least two seconds, until she sees her angel has sent her a dumb flower. God damn it, Harley, be better. Wow, way to blame the victim. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the lead story here is Harley needs to be better. Nobody else in this episode has done anything wrong, and it's Harley. It's from Harley's, Harley's responsibility. This story is from Harley's point of view. It is not from the Joker's point of view. Obviously, think, he is an asshole. I think someone else needs to go back and reread that chapter on transference. <laughs> and I think that someone is you. Look, I don't want to also, get you're... too heavy here, but I under- but I get where she's coming from. You chose this episode. We're going to have to get heavy. <laughs> you didn't. This wasn't just luck of the draw. Nope, you Actually, you I and picked. Sabrina both said, yeah. mad love, like like a split second apart. It's and, uh, very good. Of course it is. It's also um, very depressing. Yeah. 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 B- but depressing is good. <laughs> or can be. I guess. Do you? Uh, come on. You I, and I both adore BoJack Horseman, so to speak. Oh, the most like, depressing TV show ever made? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Depressing can be good. Mm-hmm. Here's this is a controversial thing to say in in animated series fandom, but I'm going to say it anyway. I didn't think this episode was necessary. Oh, it's like good. we don't need uh, Harley's I origin. I don't we need the whole flashback secret origin thing. Like we already knew what the deal was. Mm-hmm. That said, it's a great episode. I'm I, I'm I'm fine with the fact that they did it. It's just I, I don't know. It felt like we didn't need it. Like well, I would much rather see Harley's current life than her, you know, her flashback life. Well, so I don't one, need anybody's origin yeah. story. Is what I'm saying. So this one was adapted from a comic that uh, Paul Dini wrote for uh, mm-hmm. the Batman Adventures comic, like the the yeah the right. animated adaptation or fuck right the the comic that the takes comic, place in the same yes. universe. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and it was so good that they decided to do an adaptation of it for the show. And I mean. It might not be entirely necessary. Like we get Harley's deal pretty much right out of the gate. Yeah, um, it's good. No, it's very good. I think if they just focus more on the present stuff and less on the flashback mm. stuff, I think is, is again. I enjoyed it. I'm not saying this was a bad episode. It's a fantastic episode. It's a it's it's a well regarded classic, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to dispute that for a second. I'm just saying in terms of like. You've only got four episodes left. You're going to tell an origin story that we kind of already know instead of just like a new Harley story. You know what I mean? Also, Paul Dini's in charge of the show and he's completely smitten with the character. So, yeah, this is the Diniest episode. You ain't kidding. (laughs) To the point where I think he's in it at one point. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure he's one of the uh, one of the leering uh, creeps in the uh, in the asylum. Oh, wow. Yeah. The guy like literally licking the walls. I think that's him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the thing is that going, just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, by, but I'm just gonna like I've already kind of half said my bad thing mm-hmm. after Joker kicks Harley out she has this lengthy expositional monologue about her backstory and it is the clumsiest thing mm-hmm. she's like oh it all started for me yeah. I can't believe the Batman really like wow this is this is Bruce Tim and Paul Dini, what's the problem, guys? You're so much better than this. And then later when Joker says, Oh, Harleen Quinzel, oh, huh? That. that sounds like Harley Quinn. Do you get and she says, Oh, you mean like the clown? It's just it's real clumsy. <laughs> I'd like to believe that's how all their conversations are. <laughs> Did you okay. know that this is like this? Oh wow, what? that's very interesting. <laughs> I mean, there were some amazing scenes between them, let's <laughs> be clear. It's just that one. You know, I also wanted to get all this out of my system because there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh huh. I think that's about it. I mean, like, this is my good thing. The fact that this episode exists is kind of a miracle. Like, oh, this yeah. this should not be a, a cartoon that we watched. Like, I I haven't seen this in a while. I was watching it again yesterday, and fuck, this is brutal. Like, a genuine, realistic depiction of abuse and. Gaslighting, never brag. And a cycle of abuse too. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, and like it never backs down from its subject matter. It's so utterly tragic and just like, how did this happen? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's a seduction scene where Harley's literally oh, yeah. in Teddy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this, this is, is a- your quote, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah, isn't it? You're you're totally pure, not in the gutter quote. <laughs> Let's hear that. Oh, come on, Puddin. Don't you want to rev up your Harley? Vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't see how you could interpret that as anything but uh, wholesome. <laughs> 
no, it's, I mean, it's, it's, so it's completely obvious. obvious. It's like the most yeah. obvious. She's also, for for those of you who for inexplicably have not seen this episode and are just hearing the quote, she's in, like Tito said, a, a, a skimpy teddy, crawling on all fours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no room for ambiguity there. Hey, what's happening in this scene? Well, uh, this cartoon character is about to try to have sex with a different cartoon character. But not in that fun Bugs Bunny way. This is this is more grown up than <laughs> that. No, she, she she's down to fuck. Uh huh. I think Harley, when she's got like the painted face, but she hasn't like she's wear- not wearing the full outfit, mm-hmm. and you could see like her flesh toned body. It's it's very unsettling mm-hmm. to me. I know, but she uh, she probably thinks that the Joker likes it that way. Okay. <laughs> Leave the makeup just... on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, then why wouldn't she paint her whole body? I mean, it's she does now. And then it gets everywhere. And <laughs> you got to wash the sheets. I mean. Oh, like like they're ever fucking. Come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's been he's been dangling the promise of a lay in mm-hmm. front of her for however long it is they've been together. Yeah. Joker doesn't fuck. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he does. I have a lot of Batman-related opinions, and that's kind of one of the big ones. Joker, don't fuck. But, I mean, there's different there's different versions of the Joker. Oh, yeah. You need to be clear. You're talking about this one. Mm-hmm. And this one, yeah. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think much like Batman wants to fuck the idea of stopping crime, mm-hmm. Joker wants to fuck, I don't know, crime comedy. <laughs> or just Batman. Just straight up Batman. Uh-huh. I don't think so. No, but I like, think there are no. definitely some versions of Batman. Uh, of, of oh, the there Joker. absolutely are. Uh, there are 100% are, but I don't think this one does. No, 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 no. I think this one is ace and just super twisted. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that he's like his whole like, stop talking about sex. I'm trying to figure out how to kill Batman in the most perfect way possible. Like, mm-hmm. that's how he gets off. Yeah. So yeah, why don't exactly. you just shoot him? Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks for bringing that up because <laughs> I realized this when I was watching this this episode. On top of everything else in this episode, he steals her idea at the end. Yeah, he totally yeah. does. Yep, that never occurred to me before before this this time, and it's really? so funny to me. It's There's... like after all of this, is it, he steals her fucking idea too. Yeah, which maybe I in... will shoot him. In comedy circles, that is the unforgivable sin, right? Yeah, there. you don't steal other people's <laughs> material, man. After he's thrown her out, to, the, the throwing throwing out the window is not as bad as stealing her joke. I mean, in his world, it is no, of course, to us, it is. <laughs> yeah, and you're not wrong to call out how fucking brutal that whole scene was. Oh, oh my, my god, god, that fucking hit! Jesus Christ, which kind of ties into your bad thing, no? There is so much physical violence towards a woman in this show, in this little mm-hmm. show. It's like fucking Tarantino. Mm. So. Serious question. I'm not I'm not trying to make light of this. I'm really not. Okay. Would this story work just as well if they took all of that out? Oh god, no. You have to understand like, yeah. what's going on. Now, I'm also not going to say Harley must be a battered woman. There's certainly other ways you could have this character. Like maybe I'm just trying to explore this in terms of like okay, maybe kids actually shouldn't see this. Either you soften the story or you make her something else entirely. You know I what I mean? I yeah. don't know that softening this is the best idea. Like, if you're going to do this, like, I think this is the best way to do it. I, I agree, but I also think there would be an argument for, okay, but why tell this story at all? Why not make, why not do something else with this character? Why do children have to see domestic violence on in their, uh, you know, in their cartoon? I guess that's true. I don't know. I, and I'm... Not the, not like the douchebags who usually say this. I'm tr- I actually am trying to play devil's advocate here. I'm just trying to think like I like this episode a lot, but also I can see the other side a little bit. Yeah, but it's a compelling story, and maybe he thought this would speak to either women who are abused or children who have to witness their moms being abused. Like mm-hmm. maybe this is just yeah. a story he thought was important to tell. And I I agree with that, and I also think the repurposing of Harley in more recent times of, okay, that's the first step. Yeah. Then she manages to get out from that. Mm -hmm. It's hard and she's tempted a lot to go back, but ultimately she becomes her own person and breaks the cycle of abuse. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad 
they were able to sort of complete that thought. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it just ended here, like, ugh. Oh, know? yeah. I haven't read the comics much, but hasn't that been, like, the in the comics, the, the, the her trajectory for a while? Well, they're, they've been trying to redeem her as, like, an antihero for a long time now. Yeah. Because she makes money. Because people like her. Yeah. <laughs> Harley Quinn, the, I... the second most popular character at DC Comics, home of Superman. Mm. No, that, I mean... I mean, there's. We've talked about this in her every appearance she's had, mm-hmm. but like, people like this character, but I don't think they always understand why they like this character. You don't say. No, you were. Yeah, you I were right in your notes to call out the people who are like, "Oh, relationship goals." Oh, I mean, we've talked about that. Like I said, since her first appearance, yeah, uh-huh. like, it's it's gross, but this is the like sort of exclamation point on that. Like, yeah, he straight up beats her up right right before our eyes. Yeah, like, there's, there's no defending there's, it anymore. Yeah. And the fact that there's no, like, like they're not hiding it at all, you know? Just like, yeah, yeah, here it is. This is what he's like. He's not a good person. Well, maybe no, maybe um, Paul Dini saw, like, a bunch of people idolizing their relationship and was like, oh, no, I have to stop this. Well, I know that happened, like, in uh, later seasons of The Sopranos. Like, they realized people thought Tony was supposed to be, like, sort of an antihero, mm-hmm. but still sort of a good person. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 he's not a good person. Okay, let's make really, really bad stuff happen. I mean, now. there's dudes that will always latch onto those characters. Like, look at, like, Breaking Bad, you know? I'm, like, I'm not worried. Yeah. Of, I'm not as worried about, about the dudes, because dudes are going to be gross. I'm uh-huh. worried about the mm. women who think this is what mm. love looks like. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. There's also that. It's, I mean, it's all, it's all very complicated, and people don't always watch complicated things and get complicated points out of mm-hmm. them they want to they want it to be simple yeah you know? no i when i first watched this it was when it first came out and i had been through at a very young age a physically abusive relationship and i hadn't worked through all my trauma but i saw like a story that was about what i had been through and that was a good thing was it it, was it a negative triggering experience, or was it a good, oh, someone understands what I've been through experience, the, or both? The latter, mostly. Mm, okay. The latter. Good. So, I'm glad. It's like, you know, I saw that, recognized it, and was like, oh, I got out of that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at the end of this, you're not supposed to say, oh, Harley's going to get him back. You're supposed to say, oh, my God. You're, yeah, you're supposed to, Yeah. Uh, it's a bad ending. It's yeah. chilling fucking ending. Just, yeah, ugh. it is, but I mean, ending. that's it's a thing that happens so much. Oh, yeah. If this is the arc you're doing, you you know, yeah. that's mm-hmm. where it goes. It's terrible, but, yeah. that, you know. But that's why the I really, I think why I really enjoyed both the uh, that uh, live action Harley movie and the uh, recent cartoon series because mm. she's, mm-hmm. she's out of that. And this is what, this is, Heart in the movie, especially, like that's just a breakup movie. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like what do no, I do fantastic. now that I've broken up with this jerk? Yeah, she's to go has kill to him up herself us. out. <laughs> <laughs> but she's there's definitely some stuff there where she's trying to figure out her identity and figure out like, oh, I've just been this guy's girlfriend for this long. Yeah, but who mm-hmm. am I? And that's good. But what I liked in the cartoon was, like I said, that she's tempted a few times. Mm-hmm. She almost does go back because we know that cycle and we know, oh, shit, she's just going to go back to him. Yeah. And they they toy with that, but not in a blow your mind twist way, mm-hmm. in a this character's struggling way. And it's good. <laughs> and then when she finally does break free, it's like, oh, my God, that's finally. Thank you. Yes. So good. Uh, so something I picked up on, which kind of ties into my good thing. There is so much emotional manipulation in this. We talked about this already. There's there's, you know gaslighting and and just all manner of manipulation and joker knowing exactly what lies to feed pre-harley dr quinzel like elevates him to a whole new level of sort of like evil genius Mm. in in the detestable sense not in the oh i love this evil genius but like oh jesus yeah like we've seen how crazy he is we've seen how funny he can be but we haven't gotten a ton of clever joker like being able to trick your way out of an asylum via Mm -hmm. therapy that's like he's He's working on some other level. Like, he's, oh, oh, daddy issues will get her. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll say that, and then I'll say this, and I'll use this one. And I love that. But then, on top of that, Batman does exactly the same thing to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, they don't call it out, but it's very obvious. They're 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 both just using her mm-hmm. 
to get what they want. And in Batman's case, it's he wants to not be eaten by piranhas, but still. <laughs> but then, I mean, fair. Yeah. Well, my good yeah. thing was that the Batman did the same thing to Joker at the end when they're having their dumb train fight. Mm-hmm. He's like, Harley came closer to killing me than you ever did. Just to, but, just to make Joker go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that was true. I think that was, again, him just yes. using... Like it, it, psychological it, tactics. Yep, yeah, no. Harley got lucky once. Joker's almost killed Batman. How many times? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's it's just like the episode's sort of framed from Harley's POV, and we occasionally see Batman as sort of the bad guy, but they don't really call out the fact that he really is like in terms of just psychological manipulation, almost as bad as the Joker. Like. We've hinted at the fact that he's kind of doing this to his his children too, yeah. you know. Like, it's I I love I love that about him. I love yeah. that he's still a hero. He's still doing the right thing, but also Bruce, honey, maybe you need a little help. He will use whatever tool is available to him to mm-hmm. to to get his desired result, and sometimes it's a little yeah. dirty. I mean, like it doesn't shoot just, you. But doing this to Harley mm-hmm. is maybe the worst. Like after we've watched her go through all that, yeah, yeah, ugh, just ugh. yeah. It now was some rough. other dudes doing it to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's people being mean to Harley episode week. I mean, that is the point of it. Yes, don't be mean to Harley. <laughs> yeah, please or, or what or what? She'll pine for you in her uh, in her full body cast. <sighs> oh, poor girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to victim blame like you do. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jesus. sarcasm. No, I know, I, I see it. I know, I know, <sighs> I know. Um, okay, at the beginning, uh-huh. the dentist thing. Ugh, my bad he, thing. And okay, we'll get into that in uh-huh. a sec. But he, uh, Gordon, walks into a place that's like Doctor O'Kurge. like it's <laughs> it's just Joker. What the hell is wrong with you? You're a detective. That's yeah, a weird name. Oh got well. Into this creepy empty building. Af- mm-hmm. Obviously, after hours. It- well, he's a cop who keeps weird hours. He goes. There are dentists who who keep. Like I get that part, but no. He's, yeah. Gordon's just walking into a trap. Let's do 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 do. <laughs> Doctor Joker. Hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But so what? This is why you hate dentists. Yeah. Joker tried to tr- drill out all G- Gordon's teeth. This is why I haven't gone to a dentist in 20 years. I think that drill was aimed at his brain. Honestly, yes, at that point. And at that point, I was like, no, start with the teeth. It's so much worse. <laughs> yeah, I know. That would take longer. Just kill him straight out. Come on, man. You don't just shoot the Batman. Come yeah. on. And the Joker fucking drill his teeth out. Mm. I didn't find it that scary, more than just a regular dentist. Oh, but, I you found know. it quite terrifying. Yeah. Because I don't like the I dentist you guys, either. Yeah, you guys probably have, like, innate dentist fear to begin with, mm-hmm. so. Do not care for, well, dentists are fine. It's the dental hygienists I don't like. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to say, I love going to the dentist. Hey, please strap me down for hours where I have to sit still, but that's the part I hate. I don't mm. care about the drilling. I had uh, three years of bad experiences with an orthodontist, so teeth stuff is oh, not if you, my favorite. If you have actual bad experience, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Okay, uh-huh. seriously, getting my braces off oh. was the worst experience of my entire life. Mm-hmm. Huh. So they bad. Ins- they installed a crank in the roof of my mouth so that I could widen my jaw <laughs> for a oh. year. That's pretty terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, you're right. Don't go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you should probably <laughs> go to the dentist. <laughs> I did eventually go to a dentist. I fi- yes, I, I know. We had an appointment that we had to move because mm-hmm. you were going to the dentist. So yep. I'm aware of this very recently. Yep. Um, but this is why the Joker fucking installed yeah. a crank in the roof of my mouth. I thought you weren't watching the show at this point. Probably not. <laughs> All right. No, going back to like how they got this on a kids show, mm-hmm. I, I, as ever, I wonder like what a kid would get out of this. Like, what's the thing they latch onto to make this interesting to them? And I don't, I don't know the answer. I mean, like, I know I liked Harley as a kid, but like, definitely wouldn't have enjoyed watching this. I can't imagine. No, if you liked Harley, Harley gets very bad things happening yeah. the whole time. So like, I told you once 
uh, when I was when when I was a kid, me and my brother showed an episode of this show to my mom so that she so yeah. that she wouldn't let so that she would let us keep watching it. Can you right. imagine if it had been this episode? <laughs> yeah. Your mom doesn't strike me as a write a letter to the network kind of lady, but I she, bet this might have driven her to do that. She is not, but like this is definitely like all right. None of you are watching Batman ever again. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I. Like, I'm literally trying to think of when, like, what what part of this a kid would respond to and say, yay, Batman. Like, not, not, this is, there's a joke. This is there's one of those a... that really embodies the, the, the concept of our podcast. Uh-huh. There's a Joker robot that gets his head cut off. That's pretty good. All right, that is pretty I good. So. I do like a good really? Joker robot. <laughs> yeah, but we've seen that before. <laughs> I'm like, Harley, just stick with the robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust me, I do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, during the dentist bit, mm-hmm. there was a very bad joke. Okay. It was Mark Hamill yelling, may the floss be with you. Oh, yeah, that made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. It's a bad joke. It made me that, laugh because mm-hmm. it's Mark Hamill, but. The Joker says bad jokes all the time. That's kind of, have you met the Joker? <laughs> Not in a while. Not personally. That's kind of not his this, bit. Not this weird freakazoid looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I like, um, I never saw freakazoid and I will not respond to it. <laughs> um, I, you guys must remember there was that whole period where there was no Star Wars mm-hmm. and Mark Hamill probably wanted to distance himself from that. A yeah. Bit. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't really talk about it for the late 80s into the 90s. So the fact that he made a Star Wars joke by this point I think was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible joke. I don't mean it's, it's like, a hey, bad. He said the thing. Yeah. He said the thing. You know, well, it was a bad joke, but it still made me laugh. So yeah, no, it's because Mark Hamill was saying it. Mm-hmm. If literally any other character or voice actor had said it, like, yeah, who cares? Uh, what else? Uh, Joker's hold up at the Funny Bone Shipping, which I'm pretty sure is the last uh, humor-based building in town. Was it Funny Bone or Funny Side? I think it was Funny. I wrote down Funny Bone. Okay. Because yeah, the eye shipping. was a bone. What's funny about shipping? It's like, uh, Maybe I've the guy's name to, was like Arthur Funny Bone or something. I've gone to every abandoned carnival, circus, and amusement park in the city. I guess I'll go to this <laughs> shipping company that has the word funny in it. Plus, Pam took the topiary slash aquarium had my eye on that can you believe me can you believe how did she find out about that i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) yeah the 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 place with the piranhas is called an aquacade oh yeah that was never heard of that before uh i haven't heard it by that name but i think it's like i think it's a thing i think it's like an aquarium but like more lively like they're trying to get kids excited about it so Mm -hmm. they're like Here's some like interactive exhibits, and here's some you know I don't know. Oh wow, that sounds like I've terrible. Seen... I I feel like they have one in Baltimore. It's, no, that's just the aquarium. No, they have the aquarium, but I think there's also maybe maybe it's attached to that aquarium. Hmm. Like I feel like a major city that has a good aquarium also pulled this shit to try to get kids to come. <laughs> <laughs> no, they put it. They they call it like I don't know the kid zone or. Right, exactly. But here, baby they call seals it that. or some crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Navy seals. Baby, baby seals. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, navy seals. <laughs> <laughs> I, All right. There was a thing I liked very much where um, uh, Harley knocked out a security guard with a rubber chicken that had a brick inside it. It's very good. <laughs> That's a very Harley thing. I mm-hmm. loved it. It was very good. That. That reveal, like, of her costume when she shows up, like, the first Harley Quinn uh, reveal is very good for me. Yeah. Like, where she's prancing through the costume shop, no, the, grabbing the elements of her costume. Uh, Joker's, like, lying on the ground, and they do, like, a full oh, pan yeah. up of her. I'm like, yeah, that's right. pretty great. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. <sighs> I, I was a little disappointed when she went into the costume shop, though. She wasn't going, sneak, sneak, sneak. <laughs> she's not there yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm still finding the character. <laughs> I had to develop the voice on the way over here since this isn't actually what I sound like. Yeah, I did like her doing her, like, uh, not Harley voice. Yeah. 
That was good. Just your regular run-of-the-mill Arlene Sorkin. Just her Har- Harlene Sorkin voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, it's everything I got. Pedro? I'm good. Any other mind in the gutter filth you want to call our attention to? <laughs> well, yeah, actually, <laughs> at the uh, awesome. and during the, the whole dentist scene, she was in uh-huh. a dentist outfit that was basically a shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a real tight, short dentist shirt. It looked like she was wearing a nightdress. It was so short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really was. <laughs> it was disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because she still had her like whole head thing going on yeah her head just looked normal like normal harley with the painted face and the and the bells and all that. yeah but then you know there was one thing i was surprised they didn't go this extra mile for with the animation because i know bruce tim actually directed this one himself um where there's a close-up of her crying with the makeup on i i wonder if it's just too hard to animate i wanted the tears to streak the makeup off just a little bit mm-hmm. but that's like i'm getting i'm getting real greedy there like they did so many good things. Yeah. Also, she has very heavy duty makeup. Like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm can, sure she does. You can cry yeah. on that. It's fine. Oh, I, I'm sure. Well, she probably does a lot. Where's my, where's my no prize? I mean, there's one yeah. thing I know about clowns is that they're constantly crying. So, I mean, if there's one thing I know about <laughs> Harley, she is given lots of reasons to cry lots <laughs> of the time. <sighs> yeah. Poor girl. All right. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. Pedro? No, I'm good. Very good. Would you like to promote anything? Nah. Yes. Yes, I would like to. <laughs> so, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Is this a robot, Tedro? <laughs> no. Um, I sell soap and devil horns and cute cosplay accessories and other random stuff on my Etsy They are not shop. random. They are very calculated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But just cute stuff over on my Etsy shop. It's uh, www.http <laughs> <laughs> colon World Wide Web dot. It's Bunny Bubbles. Okay, get on Yahoo and Google. <laughs> Bunnybubbles.etsy.com. AOL keyword. <laughs> just... Hey, I was using AOL keywords when these episodes aired. I noticed for the first time the end credits had AOL keyword Batman at WB or mm-hmm. whatever. This one. I probably I probably used that at least once. Oh, wow. I was a big AOL guy back mm-hmm. in the day. I met yeah. several of my still current friends through that, uh, through that wonderful, terrible site. <laughs> All right, that's all for this time. So next time, next time we have next time we are doing three episodes mm-hmm. because it's the last three, and I didn't want to just do one. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna cram all three. Uh, what do we got? We got uh, chemistry, which I don't remember anything I would, about. I would guess that's a Pam episode, but who knows? Uh, Beware the creeper, which is about the creeper, <laughs> creeper, 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 <laughs> and Judgment Day, which I know nothing about, but which is the last episode. So Judgment Day is the triumphant return of the phantasm. Oh wow. I didn't know uh, that cannot, happened. Yeah, I don't, like, I can't speak to anything else. Also, I don't remember much about the Phantasm because we haven't watched the movie yet. Yeah, that's going to we'll be, be doing that the following week. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's that's the risk. We ran into that with Star Trek a couple of times, too, choosing to do things this way. Where yeah. It's like, oh, that hasn't happened yet. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, three episodes next time. Mm-hmm. And uh, then into the movies. We'll yeah. Be doing Mask of the Phantasm, Sub-Zero, Mystery of the Batwoman. Mystery of the Batwoman. And then there's, what is it, Batman versus Harley Quinn? Is that what it's called? I think Something so. Like that. Yeah. So, and then it's on to Superman. Yeah. So excited for that. Uh, but yeah, after the movies, we'll be doing our, our mail show. So if you want to write to us, it is Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. We would love to hear from you. Right now, we don't have a ton of mail to answer. So mm-hmm. uh, short show, unless you write something in. Yeah, so. Send us the email. Please do. Don't you want to know uh, how this works? Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. 
The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2020, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.